Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. It is totally possible to keep your business and your paycheck thriving and growing through the holiday season without sacrificing the warm memories that you know you want to create with your family during this time. And so today, we're here to talk about how. And I think the principles for growing your business through the holidays while also fully enjoying everything the season has to offer, they are the exact same principles that you would apply any other time of the year when you are trying to manage multiple things well. Is it possible during other busy times of the year to be really successful across multiple areas? to be really successful in more than one area of your life. When you're managing a business and mom life and being a wife and managing your home, managing your finances, trying to keep your health a priority and work on fitness goals, et cetera, et cetera. Is it possible to be successful across multiple areas? And the answer is yes, it totally is is possible in other times of the year and this time of the year as well. And the principles are exactly the same. So three words come to mind for me when I think about what it takes to be very successful across multiple areas or to juggle multiple responsibilities well. The three words are intentionality, boundaries, and discipline. So I think we need to start by eliminating any type of either or mentality. If you are believing, well, I'm either going to be successful at this or that, kind of like either my house is going to be clean or my car is going to be clean, but not both. I think we need to get rid of an either or mentality. And instead, what we should be believing is yes and Yes, I can be successful at this and that at the same time. And the truth of the matter is, when you are more intentional and disciplined in one area, that has an impact on your discipline and intentionality in another area. And that can be very specific in one area, such as um, when I am disciplined and intentional with my nutrition, then I also tend to be more disciplined and intentional with my exercise. 
or that can also apply across multiple areas. So for example, when I am more disciplined and intentional in my fitness, I tend to be more disciplined and intentional in my business. So intentionality, boundaries, discipline, these are all simply habits that people who are successful across multiple areas have. So I'm going to share with you first what I have learned through the years about being an entrepreneur and being a leader through the holidays. And then I want to help you apply some intentionality, boundaries, and discipline to your life and your business. Here's what you need to know about being an entrepreneur through the holidays. First of all, What you do now determines how your quarter one is going to go. If you want momentum in quarter one in your business, that actually has to be created starting right now in quarter four, because there's always a lag between the time you apply consistent effort to the time when results will actually compound. And so if I take my foot off the pedal now and I just say, oh, quarter one, I'm going all in and I hit the ground running in January, is momentum going to be created in quarter one? No. It's going to be created in quarter two. If you want momentum in quarter one, you must create that momentum in quarter four. So what you do now determines your quarter one, but also you need to have an investor's mentality during the holidays. True investors know that when the market is the most down, that's when the most millions are made. What most people do is when the market seems to be down, they get scared because maybe they lost money in their portfolio and they tend to pull out of the market. What investors know is that when things are down, then they're going to put more money in Because as soon as the market goes back up, that's when the profits are the highest. So I say all that to say, if the holidays feel like a downtime in your business or a slow time in your business, that's not the time to back off. That's the time to double down. That's the time where you actually put more in. Now, again, that does not mean that you have to give up things in your personal life that are very important to you. It just means you're going to be more intentional. Your strategy might be a little different, but you definitely want to put more in. That's not the time to back off or slow down or pull out just because other people around you are doing that. The most successful people spot the biggest opportunities when other people spot problems. The most successful people know that the bigger the challenge, the bigger the opportunity. Because if there is a big challenge, what are most people going to do? 
they're going to think it's too hard. They're not going to be willing. But the most successful people, they capitalize on that because they are willing and they know that it's figure outable. So, for example, if your team seems quiet during the holiday season or things feel slow, does that mean that your business is not going to grow? Absolutely not. That means that you have more time for prospecting and recruiting. You are the one who sets the pace for your business. And if your team is feeling quiet or business feels slow, then that is the time where you dig in and start doing the activities that are going to create the momentum that you feel is lacking. It starts with you. Let me tell you a story about that. While on my way to the top rank in our company, there have been several ranks along the way where I was at the same rank for what felt like to me a very extended amount of time. And by extended amount of time, I do mean years, multiple years at the same rank. And that happened at several ranks that I hit throughout the journey. One of those times was actually the very first rank in the company because I got my first three people and then I sat at that very first rank for almost two years before I hit the next rank. But the next time I felt stuck and stayed at the same rank for multiple years, I was actually a six-figure earner. I had my Lexus paid for by the company, was loving that. I was going on the luxury trips each year, and it was all great, except for after several years at that rank, I just was so ready to grow. I was extremely grateful for how far I had come, but at the same time, I saw more opportunity ahead of me, and I knew that there were more things that I wanted to be able to provide for my family, and I knew that it was possible to grow. And so I wanted to grow. And after having been at that same rank for several years, I just was so ready to think, take things to the next level and hit that next rank in my business. And I came to the realization that I was in management mode. I had hit that six-figure mark, and I had a team full of great people that I, know, that I knew also had the potential to hit that six-figure mark. And in my mind, I was thinking and believing that if I can just help them get where I'm at, then I'll go to the top and we'll all live happily ever after. We'll all be very successful and sounded like a great plan to me, but apparently that's not how things work in this business. Because in order to keep your team inspired about what's possible for them and fuel their belief that their vision and their goals can actually become their reality, you have to lead by example. You have to show them what's possible by actually doing it yourself without them, if necessary. 
So when people ask me, how do I inspire my team? It just seems like morale is down and belief is low. My answer is always, are you showing them what is possible? The best way to inspire your team is to go be successful without them. And I'm telling you that from experience in my own business that I have seen that over and over and over. So I was at this rank and I really, really wanted to get to the next rank. And so I'm getting myself out of management mode. I'm getting into activity. I'm inspired. I'm energized. I'm motivated. I'm doing all the things. My team is so excited with me. And then the holidays hit and I felt like my team got so quiet And it was actually really scary for me because my family was very dependent on that income. And instead of my business growing and going forward, it was actually the opposite that was happening. My business was actually going backward. And that year, I got the closest to not maintaining my rank than I had ever gotten before. And it was scary to me, especially given the fact that my team felt quiet. But here is what I did know, that it was not my team's responsibility to grow my business. So did I get upset with my team and think, oh, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing? No, I didn't think that. Because My team is responsible for their own goals. They're not responsible for my goals. I'm the one who's responsible for that. So I have my vision. I have my goals. I know exactly where I want to go. And I believe that it is possible to get there. And so if I'm sensing from my team that, oh, they don't want this as bad as I want this, if that was my reality, I'm telling you right now, I would go and spend most of my time finding people who do want this as bad as I want this. And that holiday season, that is precisely what I did. So instead of things feeling slow or quiet or scary even, and allowing myself to feel defeated or spin out in confusion, I decided that with this extra time that I have that normally I'm investing in my team, I'm going to double down on my personal efforts. I got myself into massive activity because I did have extra time in my day because I was doing less coaching calls, etc. And so I remember that whole December, with the exception of like some family times in there, Christmas, Christmas Eve, whatever the holiday parties were that I intentionally set time aside for, in the time that I was working my business, I remember messaging 20 new people every day that month. And I actually didn't even enroll anyone that month. But the next month in January, I enrolled five, which was a big month for me because I've never been a huge enroller. But so I enrolled five 
that January. In February, three out of those five hit the first rank. They got their first three people. And then one of those went on to become a jewel on my team. But long story short, I hit the next rank in the company uh, in June of that year. And it all started in December. I got myself into major activity. I leaned in instead of backing off. And that created the momentum that began in Q1 and really went through several quarters of that year. And guys, that is not the only time I have done that exact same thing in my business to get myself to the next level. So this is what I am saying about having an investment mentality. I am not saying that you need to go message 20 new people every single day. That is not necessarily what I'm saying. What I am saying is that when other people back off, that's when you lean in. When other people are feeling like things are slow, that doesn't mean that you have to feel like it's slow too. When other people are spotting problems, what you need to spot is more opportunity. Okay, so now that we have established that the holidays is not a time to back off on your business if you have long-term vision and long-term goals, let's also talk about how to balance it all. How do you still grow your business without sacrificing some of the things during the holiday season that are very, very important to you. Because the goal here with building this business in the first place is not to sacrifice your why in pursuit of your why, right? However, the goal is also not to allow ourselves excuses and let ourselves off the hook just because things feel extra busy. Because the holidays is not the only time of the year where you are going to be busy. So we can't use busy as an excuse to not work our business. All right, so how do you do both well? The first thing is intentionally. It takes a lot of intentionality to succeed across multiple areas, like I mentioned earlier. So intentionality begins with clarity. You need to be very clear on what it is that you want. And I mean, you need to be able to define what success looks like for you in the short term, meaning you have like 41 days left in this year. So for the short term, what will success mean for you? In the long term, what does success look like to you? How are you defining success? What is it that you want now and down the road? And you need to define success across multiple areas of your life. If you're going to juggle multiple responsibilities well, that means you're going to be intentional in multiple responsibilities, right? So define success in all of the areas that you want to be successful in. Start with the short term. 
what does it look like for you to finish the year strong? With the 41 days you have left in 2023, what will make you feel like I finished strong? In each area that you want to finish strong in. And here is what you are going to have to avoid. Perfectionism. Finishing the year strong does not mean finishing the year perfect, right? It doesn't. That's impossible. That's an impossible standard that will leave you feeling disillusioned and also disappointed. It will hurt your belief because you you will realize very quickly, I, I, I can never meet these standards that I have set for myself. And so finishing strong cannot mean finishing perfectly. Perfectionism will slow your progress because you will be telling yourself that until you can do it perfectly, then you're not going to do it at all. And so here's how that plays out in your business. If you have perfectionistic thinking, you're going to tend to tell yourself that it's all or nothing. And if you didn't do all of it, then you're not going to do any of it. And perfectionistic thinking causes you to tell yourself, well, I'll start again on Monday, or I didn't hit my goals, and so there's no point in trying right now because I'm not going to be able to do all of that, and so I'll just start again when the timing is better versus doing what you are able to do and simplifying and prioritizing the needle movers, which really don't take that much time at all, but they still drive the needle forward in your business, you will allow yourself to just keep starting over, keep starting over. And you are not actually focused on making progress with what you can and doing what you can. And so you just kind of let yourself off the hook and tell yourself you'll start again when the timing is better. But here's the truth. The timing won't ever be better. There won't come a time where you don't really feel busy. Busy people are the most productive people. (laughs) Busy people are the ones who know how to get things done. Busy people are the most successful people because they understand things like prioritization and consistency, meaning the 80-20 rule. You don't have to be 100% on target with every single little thing. You just have to be mostly consistent in order to make progress. So if I'm saying finish the year strong and define what it means for you to finish the year strong, and then you go back and you reflect upon and review the goals that you had set for yourself at the beginning of this year, you may come to the realization that you didn't come close to some of those goals. And so finishing the year strong, it may feel hard to define for you if that's the case, which I relate to because I'm looking back on the goals that I had set for myself at the beginning of the year. Some of them, I have definitely hit them and others of them, I actually feel further away than when I started. So if that is the case, I want you to ask yourself, what will actually help me make progress. Finishing the year strong 
doesn't mean necessarily that you hit the goal that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year. It means what would get me closer to it? How can I make progress? Perfectionistic thinking would be like, well, I'm nowhere close to that goal that I had set for myself at the beginning of the year. And so I'm just going to give up on it. And I will start again next year. I'll focus on that then. That is not going to make you successful. That is a cycle that will keep you stuck because you're not ever going to be able to hit every single target every single time. So you have to focus on what's going to help you make progress. So the first step in being intentional is getting some clarity, defining what it is you actually want for the short term and for the long term, and then determining what is going to help you make progress right here, right now, not later, but now. Okay, so this week, I hope that you will take some time to get the clarity that you need because that is where intentionality begins is with clarity. And next week, we're going to talk about the next step in intentionality, which is simplifying and prioritizing. And then we're going to go on to the next couple of things, boundaries and discipline. And I also hope that you guys have the best Black Friday, Cyber Monday week to date while you are soaking in all of the quality time with your family and eating lots of good food. I also want you to know that I am super thankful for you listening to these podcasts, for you being on this journey with me, for learning with me, growing with me, especially if you are sharing the podcast. I just want you to know I'm very, very grateful for you. Happy Thanksgiving. And I will see you guys next week. So was this helpful to you today? If it was, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? And it also means the world to me when you guys shout me out on social media and tag me. Your feedback is so valuable and so encouraging to me. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this week, guys. See y'all next week.